0: gypsies tramps and thieves but every night all the men would come around and lay the money down and then you bring in the fiddles um but that was my share impression i've been thinking about that song ever since i heard it so it's been a week now and if i was a share impersonator i would be chair C-H-A-I-R Because I'm like the bootlegged version But I had to express myself So I did it right there By singing that song Hopefully it uh, leaves my mind now Because it's been in there for some time coronavirus is still happening and you want to know about something I don't miss I do not miss the gym whenever I pass that place it's like absolute euphoria because it's not like I'm choosing not to be there I don't have a choice I can't be there so that makes me feel good that makes me feel okay that it's not my fault but do I miss it is the real question now that's a bigger joke than politics and this podcast uh what i really miss though i went to planet fitness and i ha- still have a membership because before i had the schmona i was serious about the gym uh so what i do miss though is that they have like free bagel monday and free free pizza friday so uh, that is a really good initiative to get me to the gym i'm not going to lie even though i've only indulged in it like once or twice Ooh, it's thundering out, but I do, I do miss that and I will be taking advantage of that. It's sad, you know, that that's what makes me go to the gym is that there's food, free food available. That motivates me more than anything, to be honest. Like that reminds me of a time in college. They were having some kind of, they were having like an event and at, you know, most of the college events, they would have food. And it was a specific event for like a certain class and i went in there and i said let me play dumb so i can eat and then if somebody asks me questions i'll be like oh i i thought this was something else or i had no clue and i remember i sat next to this guy and he was like oh so are you in this teacher's class or this teacher's class because it was two specific classes that were invited to this event and i said oh this this is that oh and i took my slice of pizza and i walked out of there as fast as i could And then you know I grabbed another one on the way out. You know it. I remember being a part of the Jewish club for one day so I could enjoy their festivities, and I did. I left that Jewish celebration with a whole plate of food. And I was asking a lot of questions about Jewish heritage, and I learned a lot that day. But I did leave with a full belly, so that was absolutely amazing. And I actually learned a lot about another culture, so that was fantastic. But I feel good. Weenie, neenie, neenie, neenie. You know that I would now when I see the gym. But yeah, I have absolute euphoria when I see the gym. And hopefully I can I can turn that ship around when things open up again. That I can have euphoria when I go to the gym. Not when I avoid it. But everything takes some time. And that's okay. There isn't really much to enjoy about coronavirus. Other than spending time with family. That's been amazing. But other than that really there isn't much so you have to take joy in in the small gifts of life which is like wearing a mask is awful but what I do love is that I can sing under the mask out in public and nobody will know who it is as long as I keep my eyes in a certain way and I can make fart noises when people bend down in grocery stores which is also hilarious. And then what are they going to do? Oh, which, which one of it is you? You know, which, which one of it is you? Which, who, uh, which one of you did that? You know? And then I can just play them again. Nobody will ever know. And that's why it's fun. Nobody's going to beat the shit out of me. Because we're all wearing masks. It's a very childish thing to do. But it makes me smile. So you got to do things that can make you laugh once in a while. You have to. You have to find the small victories in every day. This makes me think about how Bob's furniture is doing. Because I don't know anybody who's buying furniture during this time. So, and that's also another place I love because they did the free food. So I would always go in there and ask questions to the associates and be like, is this, is this mahogany? Is this 100% pure leather? You know, act really interested, ask a lot of questions and then make your way over to the snack bar. And then I always tell them, I'll get back to you. Thank you so much for your time. And they never see me again. And I make sure next time I go in there, I have a shorter haircut or have a, a definite physical difference. I look physically different so I can just do it all over again because the marketing strategy is that they put the snack bar all the way in the back. So there is going to be an associate that runs after you as soon as you get in there there's no way they want some random person just going to the snack bar which is me they want to make sure you're leaving there buying some piece of furniture and i've never bought it oh, i've never bought a furniture bought in, i was gonna say i was gonna say bought in. i never bought a furniture a piece oh my gosh my house just shook because there's some kind of storm happening outside. And that's why I was going to say Boughton. So I've never, I've never bought a piece of furniture from Bob's. And I've always left there, like I said, with a full belly. That's what you have to do. But that's their strategy. They want you to go in there and leave with a piece of furniture. Not the food. Not the ice cream. Not the cookies. That's what they want. So if you just do what I'm telling you, you can always leave Bob's with food And no furniture. And isn't that the goal? For most of the people who go in there, I know it is for me. Like at Sam's Club, they'll be like, where's your membership? And I'll be like, oh, you know, my mom or dad is in there. Okay, go ahead. You can go find them. My mother or father isn't in Sam's Club or BJ's. I'm in there. I eat the samples. Then I leave. You can change the player, but you can't change the game. So I'm planning on going to the beach Friday. So I have like a hate-hate relationship with the beach... There's not much love there because growing up, I went to the beach, like the family beach was Coney Island. I think we've gone there the most that was, which was Coney Island in Brooklyn. And if anyone has ever been to that beach, any of you listening, that is the most filthy beach I've ever, maybe one of the most filthiest places I've ever been in my life. The water is black. There's, I remember as a child, I was swimming in there and everything, and a condom comes floating by. And I hate to admit it, but for a fact, not only once, but multiple times, I did swallow the water. You always tell yourself you're not going to, but it always happens. It's the sad truth about going to the beach. And now... It leaves very little to my imagination of what I did swallow. And when you think about it, just imagine what's in that water. People bring their dirty bodies to the beach. Some people just go there dirty. They're like, eh, I'm going to the beach. That'll be my form of a shower. They go there dirty. You know, all the fish, all the wildlife, is defecating in the beach. You know, people have accidents where they throw up. If somebody, if they find a body there, you're swimming in all of that. But the thing is, you just can't think about it or you'll never have fun at the beach. So that's what I try to do. But at a young age, I have just seen things. I've seen things. So it's hard to paint the beach as a perfect little paradise. Even when the water's see-through, I can't trust it. Like the only beaches I really enjoy going to, are the ones in California because a lot of them, like it's see-through water and it's beautiful. You can see the wildlife and stuff. I love that, I really do. But I just can't help but think, what's in this water that I'm swimming in? And I, I don't even want to think about what's in that sand. And the sand gets in all your crevices. It's just an awful situation when you think about it. And people love it. It's not my thing. But I will go, because it's a lot of my friends are going, so it's fun. It's not peer pressure. Nobody peer pressured me into going to the beach. Nobody's going to give me a swirly if I didn't go. But it's a fun social thing. I would never go by myself. Because also, I, there's no such thing as tan for me. It's just I get burnt, severely burnt. I cry the way, whole way home. I have to cry while I put aloe on my body. And then I'm red for a few days, and then I just go back to being white. There's no tan for me. Plus, everything on the boardwalk is double the price. The rides are... I'm like a ride connoisseur. So, the rides are bullshit. They're always, like, too rough or small. And you're paying a ton of... You're paying, like, ten bucks to go on one ride. But it'll be fun. I like, uh... I like getting smacked about, smacked around by the waves. Last time I went to the beach, I went with a friend. And that was, really, it was a really good time. And I was in the water... And I have like a bikini bottom that ties on both sides, and the waves are hitting me really hard. So my bottoms were almost falling off. So I was trying to like retie the bottoms, and every time I was trying to retie it, it would sort. Of, I was sort of kind of lose grip because of the waves. Next thing you know, I'm rolling around in the water, holding on to a rope that has sea algae all over it, uh, fighting for my life. Now, I'm, uh, I was on my knees, not even on my knees anymore, just holding on to, with one arm, holding on to this algae-covered rope, and the other hand is holding my bikini bottom together. And then a group of Asian children decide that they want to play a game of volleyball around my body that is tethered to the rope. So they're playing volleyball around me. I can't see anything. I'm swallowing water. I'm almost dead. And then one of the children fall. So now there are multiple children holding onto this rope. I almost got kicked in the mouth. I sort of risked it for the risked it for the biscuit. I tied my bikini bottom and let go of the rope. So I was underwater, facing the sand, tying my bikini bottom together. I barely made it out. But I said I'd rather die than lose my bikini bottom shorts, my bikini bottoms, in the water. I think that would have been more embarrassing. So I made a choice. I don't regret it. When I got out, I had to, like, crawl out of the water, just barely. But I did have my shorts. And those children were, in essence, saved. The Mary Show is always a fun time, but that is a... The Mary Show that you do not want to attend. Especially accidentally. And the best part is, with those children, it was like I didn't even exist, really. They didn't attempt to save me. They were just playing their volleyball game. And I got swept away with the sea and had a near-death experience in two feet of water. And you know what we're also swimming in? It's depending on which water you're in. We're swimming in whatever comes out of the whale's blowhole. Whatever that is. Let me Google that right now. I'm gonna Google that right now. What comes out of a whale's blowhole? I don't know why I have to say it like that. Blowhole. Whales open their blowhole, or holes, I don't know, they had multiple, and exhale air explosively, f- explosively through their bo- blowhole. This ex- exhaled exhaled air from the blowhole is called the blow, and usually forms a gusher or bushy stream of misty air and vapor. All right, well, I guess that's just their, what the, they're just breathing? Wait, I gotta see. Business Insider. Don't know why Business Insider would be writing about this, but let's figure it out. Mm. Contrary to popular belief, that's not seawater. It's actually a cocktail mix of hot air and bacteria. Oh, yeah. Love to eat that on a hot summer day. Fantastic. Okay, well, I thought it was something worse. So, I thought that was some form of waste. So, you know, bacteria sucks, but at least it's not, at least it's not, you know, uh, uno or dos. So we can be grateful for that. Small victories, small victories. All right. So my next topic is KFC is creating the world's first lab grown chicken nuggets. And these nuggets are supposed to be made of animal cells. According to The Independent, the international food chain has partnered with Russia biotechnology company 3D Printing Solutions. The company produces bioprinters and material for bioprinting. For a project titled Meat of the Future, KFC hopes to receive the first test product by autumn 2020. I don't know how I feel about KFC 3D printing my nuggets. I don't know. Like what? What? Like, I just don't even, how about we just don't eat it then, to be honest with you. I just think I'd rather not eat it. I tried being a vegetarian for one day. My sister's been doing it for like five years. She's really committed. She watched some of those videos, and she's always been an animal lover, and she made the plunge, and she's been amazing ever since, and I really respect that. I have a friend who's also, uh, who's a vegan. I respect it. It's, it's difficult. You got to replace almost everything. But it's, it's really healthy. It's such a healthy alternative. Not even alternative. It's just, in my opinion, is much healthier. But I, I, I remember one time I tried to commit. And you have to, it can't be, I'm going to do that. It has to be, you have to be completely mentally committed to it. Because that's a whole lifestyle change. Whole lifestyle change. And I think it was high school. And I said, I'm going to be a vegetarian. I lasted a few hours. And believe it or not, KFC was the demise of me being a vegetarian. My family ordered it. I couldn't resist. I ate the chicken. And it didn't happen. But I am really inspired by my sister and by a close friend of mine. disrespectful. So that was me getting bat-signaled to help bring the groceries in the house. So I am back. And to finish my whole vegetarian spiel, I hope that one day I can make the change. But I just know mentally, I am not there. So save a little hope in your heart for me. And don't get me wrong, I'm going to try these virtual nuggets, but I'm not trying to be a frequent consumer of these electronic nuggets. I actually ate two, count them, two veggie burgers today. So small improvements... And I think, on that note, I will leave you. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate the love, always. And if you can drop a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, I'm on everything. So, if you could do that, that would help immensely. And if you don't, that's cool too. It's all good in the hood. But other than that, peace, love, get money, and I'll see you next week. See you, cousin.